So a few topics there. Uh, gentleman asking about uh, focus, concentrating on the breath and noting, and how to integrate some, you know, dumber talks. There's probably a huge amount of stuff. How to how to find the balance to bring all that into something useful. Uh, so it's, it's also issues around uh, pressure in the head, energy, which is an energy experience. You know, type pressure in the head, energy experience. There's also some topics here about other people, how I am with other people, um, either real people, such as you know your family, so forth, or maybe even people we kind of, when we feel guilty or embarrassed, it's because we sense other people, yeah, might be embarrassed or felt, or we're hurting other people, or we're not looking good for other people. We don't necessarily who they are. We have that sense, and that's quite a common sense, um, guilt sense. I had a uh, question on uh, coming back to tension in the solar plexus and feeling a sense of it always comes back to this. Uh, so, with that, it's a quality of, um, you know, mild despair. Right? It always, whatever I do, comes back to this. <laughs> Uh, there's also another topic about dealing with fatigue, can't sleep at night. Now some of these are related, and two broad issues related is energy. Um, so a gentleman with a lot of energy in the head, um, I suggest, and for the gentleman who can't sleep at night, I suggest what's really needed is, is to get the energy balanced and flowing so it's not stuck up in your head tightening you up and uh, it's also a, it's able to switch off so you can get some rest now energy the nature of it is to rise up and subside you like breathing in and out that's a healthy energy it rises up and it subsides if it just keeps rising up doesn't subside we've got a problem <laughs> if it doesn't rise up we've got a problem it gets stuck in other words it gets stuck at Hyper, which is when it, uh, it doesn't feel like energy because it feels solid, but it's actually locked up energy. Yeah, so it's creating pressure. When it's stagnant, it's also shut down, it's not rising properly, it's not flowing properly. So for these, really recommend body work, um, things like, um, and essentially a fairly loose attitude, fairly loose, playful attitude. I know it feels difficult, but the more we make it difficult, this is a problem, then actually that creates a certain pressure. Yeah. Um, one needs to be light and relaxed with oneself psychologically, emotionally, and, um, and then body work such as, well, walking is very nice. If you get into the whole body walk, and essentially um, for energy, you need the whole body. And sometimes we don't really even know what a whole body is. Yeah. You don't, until you realize you don't, never really feel your back. Or you don't know what happens below your waist. But you've got a lot, you know your head very well. Or you know your solar plexus very well. That is loud. But you don't get the whole body, and particularly the whole body synchronized. Everything is flowing together. It tends to, you know, jump or lock. Yeah.
So walking is good for that. Um, Qigong is good for that, and we'll do a bit of Qigong together. Um, stretching, you know, just in a way, you look at when you pause, you look at what you want to do. When you say, look, it's an informal time, what do you want to do? You go, oh, you know, <laughs> well, that's an indication you want to. And you, it may not look that good, but you've got to go through that stage. So sometimes when we release tension, we feel really weird and chaotic and not ourselves and not doing well and not clear. Unfortunately, you have to go through that because when energy dissolves, you dissolve with it. But if there is some sense of walking or breathing or there, then there's something there that can contain that when you just feel rather strange. Yeah. I can't, yeah, so, soles of your feet, excuse me, this area of the foot, and this area of the hand, palm of the hand, just opening. And why I'm talking about having the palm soft and open is because there's a particular energy there which is, it's not a powerful driving energy, it's a soft, relaxing energy. Very often, even when I'm sitting in a car or something, I focus on underneath my foot, as if my breath is going right down and out through the soles of my feet. And I'm breathing in through the soles of my feet. There's a sense of a very long span. Yeah. And the palms of the hands, and sides of the head. So this opens opens up some channels and we'll do some other things to help do that. Um, to help do that. Standing meditation will probably be might be better for you. Sitting meditation probably not so good. Yeah. Tendency in sitting meditation is definitely to go up into the head. Because you don't really need a body when you sit, you just plunk your head on top of this thing. When you stand, you've got to have a body. When you walk, you've got to have a body. You sit, you can just zoom out forever, and it tends to be, then tends to go into your into your default pattern, which is not good. Yeah. Solar plexus again, whole body, and uh, losing control. Not frightened of losing control. So this means that. Perhaps difficult, awkward feelings comes up that we wish we didn't have. They have to arise before they can pass. Yeah. You know, we want maybe, you know, purity, loving kindness, forgiveness, all that stuff. Yes, but you can't say, now you do it. Now you do the forgiving. Doesn't work like that. You can't you can't tell an emotion what to do. <laughs> you can suppress it. You can't tell it to release. You won't do it. You can't do it with this. You can do it with your body. And often that means when you you feel the anger, you feel the fear, you feel what it was that caused that pattern to arise, and it's not agreeable, but you can feel it in your body and open to it 
it rises, you feel it, and it can move, it can move out. So, you know, things like anger, sometimes people don't want to feel grief. My father died last week, my mother died last year, I feel all wobbly, I keep weeping, I feel collapsed. Yeah, you do. So do it. Because <laughs> that's what's happening. You know, and yet we get, we get, oh, get over it, you know. It doesn't work like that. Um, you've got to find a place that's safe enough if you were to allow these uncomfortable mental states to arise, be known and move through. And the edge of it is feeling, unpleasant feeling, difficult feeling. Why we're one way one reason why we're using this meditation is to give us the capacity to feel difficult, unpleasant feeling. And because it's not going to go away. You know, you can try forgiving people for years and get quite good at it, but you haven't. <laughs> okay, so that's some of that. I know it's not all of it. Now, in terms of concentrating and noting, um, as you said, you know, you've to- I've told you not to concentrate. Um, I'd recommend trust yourself and take the bit that you can you know when I'm giving instructions there's a lot there I don't know what people know already so I give as full a presentation as possible so that it covers everybody but each individual probably only needs 20% of that 10% of that yeah it's like I'm producing 25 meals (laughs) You only need one. So you take the bit where your chitta goes, oh yeah, maybe a bit there was don't don't concentrate. Oh, that's interesting. Don't note. What? Well, how do I meditate without doing that? Feel what you can feel of your body. Get comfortable, get steady. Notice what isn't comfortable or steady. See if you can relax, open that up. If that is done, it's like you're gradually taking out the bricks from a wall of obstacles. You take one out, the wall shifts down a bit. Take another one out, and it lets you see the next one that will shift. And so the, then the sequence becomes apparent. But you start trust the process. The process actually is doing less. Doing a little bit less of that. And then absorbing or pausing, resting in the quality of what it's like when I just take that pressure off and feel it in your body. Get steady, get comfortable, know for yourself where that, how that happens. And the nature of the body is as, as, you, as that process occurs, at some point the breathing will come through. You don't have to reach for it, it happens to you. That's what I'd say. In terms of noting, I would don't hold a lot of trust in that. Lightly, I would say, is my only recommendation. Very light, what you need. Um, in terms of other people, uh, yeah, external issues, other people, 
Hmm. Well. The short story is find out where you feel steady and comfortable and then find out who's, who, who you're going to be with. If you try to fit yourself to other people, then you're never steady and comfortable in yourself. Uh, if you try to fulfill other people's expectations, you don't fulfill your own truth. If you ignore other people completely, you don't live up to your sense of conscience and concern and empathy. So in there, there's a balance. And generally, you know, again, our default with most difficult things is to hold it a bit tighter. And essentially with other people, you want to be able to feel you can just ease back a little bit. We generally need a bit of, we need space in relationships. Yeah. And sometimes the imagination relationship is really close and tight. Not good. Relationship, plenty of space. You can be who you are, I can be who I am. We find enough space to be able to be comfortable with that. <laughs> and that may change. You know, it may be sometimes it's closer, sometimes it's further. Um, with respect. Not out of aversion, but with respect. This is how we both feel more comfortable. That's in the short story of it. When you're married, that can go through changes. You know, it may start off very close and need more space, not out of something failing. That is, that's not wrong. It's, it's you know, you can be a very good. You know, I mean, most of my, my quality relationships are spacious. They give you room to be. I don't want people clinging and sticking onto me. And I don't want to do it to them. <laughs> That's fascination. That's dependency. Enough space for respect. Yeah. And self-respect. Yeah. This is important. And if that can be negotiated without feeling we're letting somebody down or losing or disappointing, we've got to deal with those concerns. Because you've got to live life when the messages are coming through, when the messages are coming through, you can't ignore them. Because you're not making them up, they're coming through. <laughs> you can't ignore them, dead. You've got to, you've got to you pick up those messages. Um, judging other people. Well, some of that is there, I expect, hopefully. But the judging mind, sometimes you're judging yourself. Yeah. yeah. Right. This is very common. Absolutely common. Um, the general rule of thumb is if it keeps coming back, you've got to deal with it. You can't just go back to the breath. <laughs> you've got to deal with it. And obviously, well, obviously, some way, the fundamental method of dealing with it is with loving kindness. Yeah. May I accept myself as I am? I know I'm not perfect. I know there's all kinds of things that people can s I might be doing wrong, but I can't possibly find a basis to do things right unless I have kindness towards myself. Otherwise, I'm just always nervous. 
you know, I, I never, I've got to accept who I am, first of all, I've got to live in my skin. And if that's allowed, then whatever comes through is going to be as good as it can be. We can only live in, a, in thrive in the quality of goodwill. Um, so then you hear this voice, judgmental thing, certainly you notice, because you get familiar with it. Can it ever say anything good about you? Can it, can it ever encourage you or express gratitude to you or compliment you? Does it, does it ever say anything good about you? It doesn't say anything good about you. Right? How true is that? There's nothing whatsoever good about you, not a single good thing about you. Is that true? <laughs> so you need to recollect consciously, I avoid harming, I try to tell the truth, I'm at least trying to live more skillfully. Uh, I do experience compassion. Uh, um, today I fed the cat, I said hello to somebody who's in, you know, just however humble they are, and you keep bringing that back. How does it feel? How does that feel? And you, yeah, okay, you obviously we all make mistakes, but just get the whole perspective. This thing is mad. And it's to do with performance. We tend to see ourselves on the outside, in a way. Strange enough, like, how well I speak, look, act, do things. As if we're outside, you know. So, <laughs> and naturally, you have something to say. <laughs> and naturally, that's that's a cause for concern. But we have to come inside to heart qualities, not what we do, but what we are. Doing things is always subject to better and worse. But what you are is neither better nor worse. It's just this. Replace that. Don't try to appease that critic. Don't try to prove that you're good enough. Refuse to accept the critic's demand. Okay, so I touched on some things from everybody. Now, please ask again if anything more you'd like, either on what I've said wasn't quite enough for you or didn't quite get the point. Uh, I, I do the best I can, but language is limited. Yeah. Well, is there anything else that um, you feel is a topic that you need some assistance with? So. Anything I didn't quite cover in that, please come back. What, no, what, what noting this is out, in my opinion, I did this for three years, solid, very solid, 15, 14 hours a day. And at the end of it, I was an emotional wreck. Not 
you know, not kind of crazy, just frozen solid. Uh, you know, I didn't think there was such a thing as humor. I just, it was out of the picture. It's just all this kind of because it's not an emotional. There's no emotion to it. That, in a way, is its benefit. It's, it's not making any emotional judgment, which is great, but it doesn't necessarily give the heart response that just that extra bit to help. Heart response isn't necessarily gushing. It's just a sense that really okay. What's what's helpful now? What's helpful now? Now I'm throwing up some words. I feel I've lost my concentration. I'm still here. Am I? How do I know I'm here? How do I know I have a body? Am I breathing at all? Must be breathing. How do I know that? Can I get less concerned about meditation? Can I get less concerned about it for half an hour? To try to find my own personal balance with this, with these systems. I don't know, but you can find your personal balance where you feel there's a certain Joyfulness in doing a bit of work, yeah, great. But it's not that kind of where if you don't do it, you feel like things are going wrong. There's a certain yeah, we'll do this, we'll do this, we'll put it there. And there's a there's a certain joyfulness in in in, in work. We don't want to just be laid back all the time, but you want to come from a, that place where yeah. And generally, that means we do a bit, and then we just got to rest a bit, and then go again, you know. To, to build it up. And the rest place, the pause place, is a useful place just to recoup, broaden. Okay, so how was that? How do you feel now? And a little hint sometimes come up like, oh, I feel like, wow, okay, well that's an indication, isn't it? Um, I feel like moving around, or sometimes I just feel like staying exactly where I am. So it's kind of involuntary stuff comes up. And naturally the realm of the involuntary, because concentrating and noting is very undoing it. And yeah, but you don't do enlightenment, you don't do release, it happens. So it's involuntary. Now of course much of our involuntary stuff is wacky. You know, it's going all over the place. It's not helpful. But somewhere in there, there is a basic intelligence that knows things like, well, I am standing up. I am, not, I am you know, I am balanced. Standing is a good one. Because something has to, to switch on to do it. Walking. Yeah. I am walking. So the body is helpful because these things happen with very little doing. And that helps perhaps to recalibrate the amount of doing you want to have happening in your meditation. So where it's just, you know, a nice comfortable level. And you've got enough non-doing to be able to just absorb, feel the feeling, feel the results. Too much doing, you don't get that. 
well, you don't have to give me the details, but if it's trauma, you have to be very careful not to go in too deep. Because if it is traumatic, it's got a it's got a suck to it, pull you and you re-traumatize. So um, just opening up trauma is not itself a remedy because you can re-traumatize. So you have to have enough capacity to be able to drain it. Yeah. So where there is trauma, there will be some different territories with it. First of all, there's an edge where we sense that and it's kind of precarious. Yeah. And then within it, there's emotional, more emotional material. Uh, fear, loss of safety, generally. Um, and traumatic fear is much bigger than your one's capacity to handle it. Fear is a nerve sense that overcomes all others. It's the big one. So we can't go into that without considerable space of non-fear, safety, comfort, well-being. And even then, it's best to just get to the edge of where it feels a little bit precarious and not go any further. And stay there. Can you feel your whole body? Really? Down to your feet? Your fingertips? Can you feel the whole thing? Can you breathe in and out simply, regularly? Can you sense a uh, quality of feeling grounded, uh, spacious, and compassionate? Grounded, spacious, compassionate. If you can, then by itself, that is the drain. And you, you stay there until that seems to have completed. You may, you may experience certain areas of your body become heightened, you know, a bit more tangled. If they do, don't, don't go into them. Stay next to them and just stay, with, stay in the comfortable place and let the difficult place just not disconnect. Now when we have constriction, it can be through trauma, it just can be through trapped tension. What happens is that place in the body cuts itself off from the rest of the body and there's no flow of energy through, so it then freezes. And trauma is, is that, it's frozen, frozen emotional energy locked into the body. Yeah? So it needs to reconnect to the, to the unfrozen body in order to drain. But you have to have an unfrozen body first of all, and enough of it to do the draining. Otherwise, you just do it, you re-traumatize. So connecting, and when you do connect, or find that connection, when frozen emotion starts to melt, it's not happy. <laughs> Uh, it can be quite wounded. And so, do you have the capacity to hear your woundedness? To bear with your woundedness? Uh, and be compassionate towards your woundedness? And this is a great place to learn it. Yeah. Slowly. 
not trying to fix it, understand it, or or get rid of it. Just be compassionate. Then you have a you have the means, if that seems important for you. You can't keep going to a wall again and again. I mean, it's that's commendable in terms of resolve and, and loyalty, but uh, you know, clearly, it's not. You know, you, you don't want to come to a place where you just feel constantly defeated, because that erodes your faith. Yeah, and faith. You know, what's really vital is you know the, the indriya, sadhavirya sati samadhi panya, and faith means you some sense of confidence. So you have to find. Um, you know, the, you grant yourself the authority to determine what is helpful for you. And grant yourself that authority. It's slightly, wow, me? <laughs> That's all these meditation teachers me to focus on the breath. <laughs> they haven't got asthma. <laughs> Um, body, you can still be in your body, yeah. So, you know, feel the, the soles of the feet, palms of the hands, textures of the elements is a nice one. Four elements earth, air, fire, water. Feel the solidity in the body, the heat of the body, the warmth, the vitality of the body, um, the space around your body, walking, and to gain. Um, um, just put things like one-pointedness and concentration, just put them on the shelf for now. You've got to first of all get comfortable that you can do... Yeah, it's, I'm, not, you know, I'm not totally distracted, walking up and down, there's a bit of stuff going on. Uh, so that you find your, 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 your basis, your theme. Better do less meditation that works than a lot of meditation that doesn't. <laughs> you know, either that means, you know, doing qigong or yoga or something. Better do something that works. Because you can't, you can't override these, these signs. We always live in some context of other people, and that's part of what we are as humans. We don't want to lose that, but you know, space, mutual respect, negotiating, it's not easy, but some sort of gentle negotiation with kindness, you know, is, 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 uh, before it gets, otherwise it's going to get, you know, painful and nasty. (laughs) You can't, you can't, fight against what's happening. Being kind and accepting. I mean, you know, the way that our energies are, we we do go from high energy to low energy to fatigue. And uh, if you keep pushing with fatigue, trying to work against it, then you just wear yourself out. You've got to obey fatigue. It doesn't necessarily mean Everything's got to, you know, collapse. But it can mean you, if you can learn to live in this sort of loose state with kindness, not 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 emotionally absent, emotionally present, then it allows the energy to 
you know, rest and come back. You can also do reclining meditation, um, which may help to uh, just takes you somewhere between asleep and awake. Sometimes when you can't sleep, trying to go to sleep. <laughs> so reclining meditation, you take up, say, uh, uh, you know, like either reclining on 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 the back or on the side. And often I do it on my back now because I'm I can generally stay awake while I do that. Not crisp awake, but enough awake. You know, and you lie there and you're quite composed. So excuse me, feet are pointing out. Yeah, and maybe you put your hands where they rest naturally, you know, on your belly. Um, some always say the arms aren't strained, it's just quite natural. And it's composed. And then, well, before, because you might very well just drift off, but if you don't, then try to send a, a focus through the body down and out the soles of the feet. And then all the way up. And space around me and out out through the palms of the hands if you're just like you've got a blanket of space around you and you're feeling it out through, through the edge of your skin um, with fatigue what tends to happen is the edges collapse maybe you feel sort of, you know crinkled up uh, and there's this you know huddle either physically or to their mind huddle so we come just to the Edges of the skin, you don't have to be that clear, just there's the boundary, there's a slight tingle there. And moderating, resting, 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 just letting myself get a little bit more resting, taking it down slowly. And that, that may be that you can even stay in that sort of peripheral state for a while or you may just dip into sleep for 10 minutes and then come up again it's as far as I my understanding is it's a natural state is not to work all day and sleep all night that's a, that's a state conduced brought around through um, industry because they find it more useful to have people work day and sleep all night <laughs> so they created this kind of 8 hour slot where you can but that's not nature. Nature is more like you work, you do some stuff, you feel tired, you take a nap. Could be three hours work, one hour sleep, and up again. Sometimes three hours at night, up, two hours a day, and take another nap. But of course work holds us in these rigid conventions. So, you know, how to rest quickly is to soften, open to the edges, and go with it. If you can find a place to lie down, do so. You can do it on the retreat, you know. Say we have formal period together and you're off on your own, you can go back to your kuti or wherever and just practice lying down, take a nap, it's fine. You've got to find your, your balance, you know, and yourself recuperate. Not necessarily lie down, but uh, energy going up is generally not so good. That's where we get overwhelmed and lose it. Ideally, you want it all over, but uh, often we need to encourage energy to go down. 
Yeah, so it's your back, and also back comes up through the face, particularly because it's with a sense. So you want to go back and down, and it's where the soles of the feet are helpful. They give you groundedness, and softening in the lower belly helps because that lets things again going down till you get, till you go down till you get the completeness. So I hope to see you another time in this retreat. We'll have another occasion and uh, be well.